So it's very important to think about what you're thinking about and choose your thoughts wisely. So I want you to think about what thoughts specifically are creating anxiety because any negative emotion will be draining. Hi, I'm Dr. Morgan Nolte, geriatric physical therapist, weight loss coach, and passionate disease prevention expert. I used to struggle with emotional eating, sugar cravings, and consistency. Then I learned how to lose the mental and physical weight once and for all with a low insulin lifestyle. Each week on the Reshape Your Health podcast, you'll learn simple, actionable, step-by-step strategies to help you do the same. If you're ready to create a body and life you love, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Well, hey there, and welcome back to another episode of the Reshape Your Health podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Morgan Nolte, and in this week's quick tip episode, you'll learn a very simple strategy to create more emotional energy and more boundaries around your time, your attention, and your energy. This is really important, especially when you're getting healthy in the early stages, particularly when you might be learning new information to reduce overwhelm. You may have heard me talk before about the importance of intentional margin, and that includes intentional margin in your schedule, but also intentional margin with your energy and specifically your emotional energy, which tends to get drained either by your own negative thinking or other people's wants and needs of your time and your attention. So today I've highlighted a few different categories where I notice in coaching, people kind of get caught up and drained. We don't want you to feel drained. It's very important that you prioritize you and your schedule and you and your attention and you and your energy, which will necessitate stronger boundaries around anything that's not a top priority. So this is a very simple two-step strategy. And the first is to decide what drains you emotionally. Now, some of you might be thinking, oh gosh, I know right away there's a certain person in my life and they always vent to me and I'm so tired of it and I just feel drained after I hang out with them every time. But for others, maybe this is a more nuanced conversation. Journaling can really help. Um, Some prompts that you might want to use would be, I feel drained after, and then start writing. Um, Or I feel like I have very low energy after, and then start writing. So decide what or who drains you emotionally. And then the second step is to create an I don't statement around it. Now, typically when I'm coaching, I really like when people use positive framed language. So I allow, but sometimes when you need a hard stop, you just have to say, I don't, I don't do drugs. I don't do crack cocaine. I don't do heroin. You know, those are very strong belief-based statements and you know what? Sometimes when you're working to create a new boundary, we need a little bit stronger language. So this is a great opportunity to practice that. So I've identified four different categories of things that might drain you emotionally. And then I'm going to give you some specific I don't statements that I've either given clients, I've done for myself, or I just made them up uh, as an example to support this category of things that drain us emotionally. So 
The first one, the most important one, is your own negative thoughts. Your own negative thoughts are likely draining you more than you know. So it's very important to think about what you're thinking about and choose your thoughts wisely. So I want you to think about what thoughts specifically are creating anxiety because any negative emotion will be draining. So some examples that have come up in coaching would include just insecure and negative thoughts around how you look or feel. That's a big one for people. How much of your subconscious brain is running on, oh, do I look fat? I feel fat. All of those negative things. The next one would be obsessing over what and when to eat. So how much headspace are you spending just thinking about food and and diet and exercise and weight loss and all this stuff? And especially if there's any negativity around those thoughts, very draining. What's worse is that these thoughts tend to spiral and they tend to really distract you from the present moment. So if you're feeling like, oh yes, this is me, this is resonating with me, I obsess over food and what to eat and when to eat and how, how I look and I'm very insecure, then something that you can try, um, like a new shirt. So I really recommend that you try on these statements just like you would try on a new shirt. Try it on, see how it feels, see if it makes you feel more empowered and more determined See if it increases your desire to follow through. If it does, great. If it doesn't, take that off and try on a different thought. So that's kind of what we're doing here is we're trying on different thoughts, just like we would try on a different shirt. And then if you like how that thought makes you feel, great. Add it to your personal faith formula or your morning belief statement, whatever you want to call it. Add it to a post-it and put it on your mirror. Add it to your car, put it on your dashboard, put it in your pantry, put it on your fridge, make it your desktop screensaver, whatever works for you to increase the repetition of this thought. So if you struggle with your own negative, critical self-talk, you can try on these statements. I don't indulge in negative self-talk. I don't worry about what other people think of me. I don't eat foods that make me sick. So those are very powerful, very uh, poignant words that your brain will latch onto because it's used to you saying things like, I don't do drugs. So if you use those, I don't, it's going to pay attention to it a little bit more because it's stronger language. The second category that I came up with regarding emotional energy, I love this one. One of my clients said it this week, um, that she felt emotionally hijacked by other people's problems. I thought that was a really interesting phrase, emotionally hijacked. And so for that category, you could try on the thoughts, I don't do pity parties. So if someone's just constantly draining your energy because they're always complaining or talking about their life and it's hard to stop them, (laughs) I don't do pity parties. That's a strong boundary. And from there, your brain can creatively problem solve how to get out of that situation or prevent you from being in that situation in the first place. The second thought is I don't overcommit or overschedule myself. The third one is I don't let other people's problems affect me. And just as a caveat to that last point, 
I think that there are certain seasons in our life where other people's problems actually are our responsibility. So the two times that come to mind for me are parenting, especially for young kids who can't solve their own problems yet, and then taking care of aging parents. If you have a mom or a dad and you're their primary caretaker, even if they're in a facility, that's still an immense amount of emotional burden that you might be experiencing. And so that can drain your energy really fast. And if you're in one of those two seasons, or maybe a different one that I didn't mention, but you just feel like your time really isn't your own all the time, then I would recommend two things. Number one is to tighten up other areas that I'm talking about in this podcast episode to create more space for that responsibility. And then second is to reach out to your support system. And if you don't have one, get one really work to cultivate strong relationships and people that you can ask for help either in this area of the caregiving responsibility or other areas of life, again, to free up some more of your time and energy. The next category is struggling with consistency in a certain habit. And that can be really frustrating because you know you need to do something. You're like, I know what I need to do. I'm just not doing it. How, how often do I hear that? Every week. So this is a big one. Struggling with consistency in a certain habit that you really just need to get done. So a couple of thoughts could be, I don't eat after dinner. I don't break my word to myself. I don't skip exercise. I don't eat sweets Monday through Friday. And that last one is a personal one of mine. So just because I said those doesn't mean, oh, now I can't eat after dinner and I can't skip my exercise. No, this is personal. This should be a very personal journey of self-reflection and identifying your own obstacles and then coming up with your own I don't statements. The last one that I wanted to talk about was struggling to create intentional margin time for you. And I already said one that would work in this category. Um, and that's, I don't over schedule or overcommit myself. And a couple other ones are, I don't do late night TV. I don't scroll through social media aimlessly. I don't spend more than X number of minutes on Facebook or Instagram or YouTube a day. I don't work in the evenings. I don't work on the weekends. So you can see here just how strong these statements can make you feel emotionally. And if you're really struggling with one of these areas, I hope that you try on the thought just like you would try on a new shirt. See if it works for you. See if it improves your emotional boundary around that topic. And if it does, let me know. You can always message me on Instagram at Dr. Morgan Nolte. And if you like this episode, be sure to share it with a friend and definitely leave a rating and review because that helps it get pushed out in the algorithm so more people can enjoy this content. All right. Thanks so much for listening today. I always appreciate your time and attention, and I will talk with you at the same time, same place next week. Bye for now.